Get ready for the greatest roast of all time. The Roast of Tom Brady. A Netflix live event happening May 5th. Hosted by Kevin Hart, the seven-time world champion gets his cleats held to the fire by famous friends and frenemies on an unforgettable night where everything is fair game. Tune in on May 5th at 5 p.m. Pacific time for The Roast of Tom Brady, live only on Netflix. Age of Radio. Because it's sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. You ready? Showtime. On May 3rd, summer starts with the fall guy. What are you doing later? Let's drink a spicy margarita. Make some bad decisions. Yes! Audiences are falling in love with the most entertaining film of the year. Fall guy. Fall guy. Fall guy. That's what the poster said. See Ryan Gosling and Emily Blunt in the movie critics say exists to make you happy. Trying to make it out? Because nope. I don't either. It's not what I'm into right now. What are you into? Talking. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> the Fall Guy. Only in theaters May 3rd. Read it PG-13. All right, we are back. It is that time once again. Sports talk with Cooper and Big Man. I'm Big Man. And Cooper, my brother, joining me as always. Cooper, how you doing, brother? I'm doing good, man. You ready to get to this? Yes, sir. It is time for wrestling talk. Oh, yes, baby. And we are going to talk about the most painful man-made structure known to WWE superstars, the Elimination Chamber. Yeah, dude. (laughs) This thing is, how many miles? It's like 27 miles of steel. Yeah, that's crazy, dude. It's Plexiglass. It's it's so exciting to watch, but it's scary. It's to watch a train it, wreck. It's, it is. It's it's, fun. it's it's why driving by a car wreck, you know you shouldn't watch, but you can't look away. <laughs> yeah, right. <laughs> that's basically how those elimination chamber matches go. So with that, let's start off first with the women's tag team champions Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler taking on. The team of Sasha Banks and Bianca Belair. Koopa, your thoughts? My thoughts, I think that Nia Jax and Shayna Baszler retain only for the sole fact that I do believe we will see see Sasha and and Bianca at WrestleMania. Yeah. Um, Though, it's not unusual, though, at this time of the year for a challenger and a WWE or any type of WWE champ, current champion to also team up. We've seen this happen before with yeah. Shawn Michaels, John Cena, Batista Cena, uh, Orton and Cena have done it multiple times as well. Yeah. So it's not unusual, so they could possibly no, it, win. It, they could, but I, I don't know. I don't see it. Yeah. I don't. I mean, I'm just saying, there's always that possibility. It's been done before, so it wouldn't be out of the realm of possibility. So... <clears throat> I believe you're right, though. I don't see uh, Nia Jackson, Shayna Baszler dropping the titles. I think this is going to be the turning point. I think what we're going to see here is either Sasha turns on on Bianca or Bianca turns on Sasha. Yeah, we could see that. And uh, the storyline will change and it'll gear up for uh, WrestleMania. Yeah, it will be uh, interesting to see. So next up, we have Raw Women's Champion Asuka taking on the recently announced pregnant Lacey Evans. 
Sto- what storylines? Storylines. I, I understand, but still, if she's supposed to be pregnant, why is she competing in a wrestling match? That makes no sense. Card subject to change, brother. Who knows? Maybe she'll have somebody stand in for her type thing or something. Something weird's gonna happen with this. I think. Probably. It's just gonna be very odd and just yeah. weird. Um, yeah, I don't really see how this is going to end up being a match at all, honestly. If you're supposed to be technically pregnant, you shouldn't really be competing in a match that could cause a problem with your pregnancy. Whether it's real or not. Just saying. Uh, if you're going to sell I the think, story, sell I it properly. I think in some, uh, in some cases, certain stories should not be permitted to be used... Because, yeah, yeah, I know. It's just, I think that's just one thing you don't screw with is, it's kind of like when they they used Matt Hardy and Lita's breakup as an actual storyline. Yeah. Um, There's just certain things you don't use, and if she is really pregnant, Mm -hmm. I mean, I, I could see for good TV, but... I don't think she's actually pregnant if they're actually going to do a match or whatever. Yeah, but you're like I said though, even if you're, you're if you're trying to sell the kfab, you can't do that though. If you're yeah. selling this kfab storyline, yeah, doctors would say you should not be competing in a physical strenuous event mm-hmm. such as wrestling. So so we'll see uh, see what happens <clears throat> with this. Um, I think something really weird is going to happen with this because it Probably. just doesn't seem right. Yeah, and of course you definitely don't want to be taking on someone with the unorthodox style of Asuka either. So. Yeah. Because she can just hit you any way she feels like it because that's how Who knows? Asuka what do you is. think? The return of uh, Becky Lynch maybe? Could be. Well, I maybe. mean, think about it. You know, I'm pregnant, I'm pregnant. Here, face somebody who's not pregnant. Alright, who just had a child and is in shape to take you on, Oscar? Alright, next up, the United States champion Bobby Lashley takes on Keith Lee and Riddle in a triple threat match for the United States title. Koopa, your thoughts? This match is going to be crazy. <clears throat> Poor Riddle. Um, he's in there with two bulls, dude. Um, right. I do think that he can hold his own. He's proven this fact. But at the same time, I don't think he's going to win. If it's a one-on-one match without the hurt business, without all that, he might have a chance. Same way with... (coughs) Excuse me. Same way with Keith Lee. I think he might have a chance if if Riddle wasn't involved and the hurt business wasn't there. Right. Bobby Lashley wouldn't be doing what he does. Right. Now, uh, there is a little bit of an interesting thing I've read recently that Keith Lee has not made an appearance um, since his uh, match with Riddle as of late. So it's going to be interesting to see um, where it is he may or may not be there tomorrow night. And so I guess we'll have to find out for sure whether or not this ends up being a triple threat match still or if it just ends up being Lashley versus Riddle. Is there, is there any reason to that? Or? Um, I think it was health concerns, I believe, if I remember correctly, is what it was. A little bit of health issue. COVID, maybe? It wasn't for sure what it was said. It was just health reasons. Mm. Possible injury could be, too. Oh, that's not good. Nope. All right, so, first Elimination Chamber match. 
that we'll talk about because it results into the winner getting to face the Universal Champion the same night. Kevin Owens goes up against Daniel Bryan, Cesaro, uh, Jay Uso, um, Sami Zayn, and King Corbin. I don't had a brain fart on Zayn's name for a second. Okay. So for for real, I think King King Corbin and Sami Zayn, mm-hmm. no chance, no, no chance, chance in all. hell. I think Jay wow. Uso, Jay Uso has better chance than them two. But uh, I think if he was to win and just be. If he if Jay Uso wins it, he's gonna lay down for the the chief. Right. He'll lay down and take the pin. I don't know. So who do you but who do you honestly see coming out of this match? Uh let's see. I'd love to see Daniel Bryan, dude. Because mm-hmm. he's like the ultimate underdog. Right. And who better than to take down the tribal chief than the ultimate underdog? True. I honestly think it's going to end up being Kevin Owens when it's all said and done. Because uh, of the way they've just been going lately. Um, I still think, though... I'll, I'll give my prediction about what I think is actually going to happen with that. But I do think it's going to end up being Owens in this match. Yeah. Um, Zane, of, of course, is... I said sane, but he's insane. So, you know, that's probably why I said it. <laughs> Um, I just don't see him winning. Corbin definitely not going to survive it. I mean, I would like to see uh, Cesaro win, honestly. Yeah, Cesaro would be the one I'd like to see. But, you know, being that he really has never got a chance, that would be cool. But uh, I don't don't see that happening. Right. But um, I think you're right, though. They, They are pushing this Kevin Owens thing. So we'll see what happens with it. All right. Alright, so on the Raw brand, though, the WWE Champion Drew McIntyre will actually partake in the Elimination Chamber match that will feature Jeff Hardy, Randy Orton, AJ Styles, newly minted Kofi Kingston in the match, and Sheamus. Koopa, your thoughts? Yeah, the way Kofi Kingston actually got in this match is pretty cool. Mm-hmm. Um, uh, the Miz withdrew Monday night. From the Elimination Chamber. Said he didn't need to be in the Elimination Chamber. Because he's Mr. Money in the Bank. So he thought that he was going to pull a sly one. And go. Oh well I think John Morrison Morrison should take my spot. And uh, the powers that be. Decided that. uh, You know. Probably uh, would be a better idea. To put him versus Kofi. Against each other. Mm-hmm. And and whoever won that determined either John Morrison being in the chamber mm-hmm. or Kofi. Right. And the Miz lost. So right. it's pretty cool to see Kofi back in the chamber. We'll see what happens. We all know that's how he uh that's how he won his first title, right? So No, he just faced wasn't it? I thought he did, no. No, he faced Brian one on one. Did he? WrestleMania, yeah. Where, where do I think? Why did I think he won? didn't? Oh, did he win the Elimination Chamber number one contendership match? Was that it? Maybe that's what it was to face Daniel Bryan at WrestleMania. Yeah, maybe that's what it was. Uh-huh. I, I don't know, but uh, yeah, it, it's cool to see uh, Kofi Kingston back in it. Um, but I honestly think that uh, Drew McIntyre will retain, mm-hmm. and. Uh, you know, it's going to be a grueling match. We'll see what happens with it. But I still think he, he'll retain and go to WrestleMania. 
Yeah, I, I don't see um, the, them beating uh, Drew McIntyre. Uh, I actually honestly think it's going to come down to, at some point, where it's just going to be left McIntyre, Orton, and Sheamus. And then from there, it's just going to be a free-for-all. But I do think McIntyre will uh, eventually come out because uh, you, you never really count out Orton. Because, you know, he's just a sly <laughs> mofo, man. He just will be, you know, that RKO out of nowhere can just put you down quickly. Not only that, but I know probably uh, The Fiend will be back by WrestleMania. True, yeah. So we'll see what happens. We will. So then that will leave, of course, the winner of the Elimination Chamber match from SmackDown to take on the Tribal Chief, Roman Reigns, for the Universal Championship, Koopa. Your thoughts? Well, like I said, if it's Jay, he's going to lay down. Right. Well, we both can agree to that uh, easily. But, I th- <coughs> excuse me, I think that uh, if, you know, Daniel Bryan can pull it off, that would be sweet. Mm-hmm. Um, but you're right, Kevin Owens is pretty much the fa- odds-on favor for this match because of, you know, the storyline that's being pushed. Mm-hmm. So we'll see what happens with it. I think that uh, as far as this match goes, you are right with it. I think that Roman Reigns will try and get the match right after the chamber. Right. So that nobody will have a time to recover from the breathe. match. Yeah. You know what I mean? So Don't get any recovery time whatsoever, and it's going to be immediate, I believe, um, is what Roman will do. Which then, of course, we'll believe Roman will then retain his championship only to be speared out of nowhere by Edge, who will stand over the big dog, Tribal Chief, and declare he will face him at WrestleMania. I hope so, man. That would that would be really cool, spear versus spear. Well, Edge ate a spear on SmackDown. I think it's time for Edge to return the favor oh, yes. to the big dog. So we'll see what happens with this, and... Uh... Yeah, man. It's going to be a good good pay-per-view, that's for sure. It is. Um, my only kind of bummed-out thing, unless it ends up being on the kickoff show, is the uh, Intercontinental Championship match is not being determined on the match card, which kind of is sad because Big E and... Uh, excuse me. Uh, Cruz have been having a really great battle as of late, and Shinsuke Nakamura has been uh, part of it, too, and another triple threat match that could be really entertaining. Um with those three. Yeah, man, that, that really does suck. And one thing I've, I've noticed about WWE lately, mm-hmm. and I'm not trying to call them out, but sometimes they're a little soft on their champions now. Yeah. Not uh, to put it on the line. Nothing, nothing against Big E. I think Big E's very talented, but I think that with WWE having so many championships that they, they don't put them on the line like they used to, and they don't, you know, it doesn't feel like there's as much prestige to it as there once was. Right. So, uh, yeah, I, I would rather see the Intercontinental title be put on the line than uh, the U.S. title. Yeah, absolutely. I, I would, too. Um, but, <clears throat> I mean, the good news is, is he's he claims to be a fighting champion. That's why he... Oh, he definitely is, man. Took on Shinsuke on SmackDown, and then, of course, got <laughs> leveled for it by Cruz. Yeah. So, um, it made uh, for an interesting storyline. 
that unfortunately doesn't appear to be on the main card, which I believe is a bit of a bummer. I would honestly, if I was going to put one on the uh, pre-show, I would honestly would put the United States title on the pre-show because I mean nothing against those three, but uh, Intercontinental Championship does seem to have more prestige when it comes to WWE. It's basically the third major title yeah. when it's when it's all said and done, and usually. When it's all said and done, whether they uni- when the, when you had moments of unification for titles and it ended up being the number two title that you would want to get more so than the United States oh, title. Yeah, yeah, and I I just the United States title. I mean, I guess the way I look at them now, I don't really care for either of them and their titles because they don't look anything like they used to. They don't have that prestige. Like when you and I went to the River City Wrestling Con and we got to hang out with. Ricky the Dragon Steamboat. Mm-hmm. And I actually got to take a picture with the Intercontinental title. That's the Intercontinental title. Yeah. That's that's the prestige of it. That's that's what it's about. And and to look back on legends like that. Mm-hmm. And uh, I just think that WWE doesn't... They're, they're so focused on moving into a new era that they forget about the little things. Right. That us as WWE fans love, like, like if I was to ever be in the WWE, you know, the Intercontinental Championship would be like, it'd be like one of the most prestigious things I could ever get, mm-hmm. because of how many legends have held that title, and right. I don't know, just the look of them nowadays, they just don't look like. They're that prestigious, you know what I mean? I mean, they look cool. Yeah. They look cool. They look more... Modern. Modern, but I like the old school stuff. What I what I don't like, too, is basically the Universal and the WWE almost look similar, just different colored belts. Yeah, that... that That's not a distinguishment between the belts. That bothers me, too. Um, I think you and I have both talked about it, how we like the World Heavyweight title. Yeah, it it, be, it's it a, would it's be a awesome distinct. if they brought it back because it's it's distinct. It, it, you recognize it. You could be a hundred yards away from it, but how big and beautiful it is! You'd be like, "That's the world heavyweight championship title from a distance." You can be far now, enough. The, the the way they've done the whole WWE title and the uh, Universal title, you really have to look sometimes to be like, "Oh wait, yeah, that's that's yeah." You have to pay attention to the belt so, coloration. The belt coloration is really the only difference. It's basically the same title, just one's black leather and the other one's blue leather right now because it's on SmackDown. Yeah, because it's on SmackDown. But then, then, then if it goes to Raw, it's red. Yeah, so. if they flip it back, it's back to red and whatever. So I, that's why, I, that's what I miss most about the World Heavyweight because you can tell the difference in the main belt. And what I love about it is you don't have to change the color of it. Yeah. It was on Raw, it was on SmackDown, and no matter what brand that belt was on, it was prestigious. Yeah, and same with the WWE title way back when. I do kind of miss seeing a spinner belt <laughs> a little bit. Yeah, yeah, yeah. It was kind of cool just because it's fun. It was yeah. fun. I mean, at least, I mean, the spinner belt United States title would at least look like a United States title belt compared to what it does now. It's just I all mean, gold and barely any recognition of the United States flag, which is a little. I don't know, depressing. <laughs> yeah, it's just like the Intercontinental title looks nothing like it did. Right. So for me, it's just like, eh. I really like the white belt. 
Yeah, the old classic the, white the belt. The old yeah. classic white belt. I feel cool. like they kind of changed that, though, after uh, they released Cody Rhodes, and then he had the audacity to start his own <laughs> wrestling <laughs> organization. He had the audacity. He had the audacity to blow up my throne. <laughs> Poor Triple H. He had the balls. Yeah, he had the audacity. He had the balls. All right, I'll give you balls. <laughs> For real, because AEW is it, it, it's it's some good shit, dude. So. And I like their title belt, though. Dingbat keeps running away with it. <laughs> yeah, yeah, it's kind of kind of crazy running. everything going on in AEW right now. Yeah, they're like, hey, we're going to all team up, all right? right? We're going to go to TNA. We'll be back. See you guys. We're going to take the title over here for a little bit. We're coming back this way. We're going that way. And we're all just going, what the hell is going on with these guys? And they're like, hey, we're like, hey, we're over here. Oh, man. I did read a funny article that um, Sammy Guevara had an interesting thing for uh, Impact. Uh, which was completely de- uh, rejected by uh, Impact. Uh, he wanted to go to Impact, win their uh, Division X title, which is their cruiserweight the division. X Division title? Yeah, yeah, X Division title, which is their cruiserweight. And then basically then just like go to AEW and just not get challenged for it and then have to hold a tournament to determine a true competitor for him. <laughs> <laughs> and Impact went... Hell no, you ain't gonna take our title and go over to your show and walk around with it and not fight for it. And, and, period. And, and he's like, wait a minute, but Kenny Omega can take our title and come over here and not do shit with it. <laughs> yeah, not have to put it on the line, but you know. I kind of get where he was coming at with that because, you know, Kenny Omega hasn't put the title I, on yeah, the line. Yeah, I, I think it's, it, it's, uh, it's. It's a good move. I think it'd be cool to watch. <laughs> and then, of course, then you have in, <laughs> New World, New Japan Wrestling going, hey, look, we're going to let the uh, Kenta and Mox face off for the United States title in AEW. I'm like, what? Yeah, yeah. It's kind of like seeing uh, I'm like, what the, the f- women's title from... Uh, oh, yeah, when it was from Impact or... Uh, it was no, from Impact, NWA. NWA. Going over to AEW and beyond the I'm like... But what I don't like about it is the way they're doing things is a lot like how tour territorial wrestling used to be. I mean, that's how it used to be. People would team up. You would go to this promotion, put your belt online here. Go to that promotion, put your belt online over there. Mm-hmm. I mean, it, they're, they're running it like they did back in the old days is what it is. And I think it's... It's interesting. It's a little bit different, but it's it is kind of like what what was going on. Mm-hmm. It's it's fun and it's entertaining. So so, so that it does works. it. Yeah, yeah. So that does it for our predictions. We hope we're right. I have a feeling I might be a little right on the ending. Yes, I hope uh, so, Because I want to see something. Just tells me that's what's boiling it down to. I've not read anything about it, so I don't. I'm not breaking kayfab with that. I just have this inkling that tells me. Edge is going to spear the crap out of Roman Reigns and oh, challenge yeah. him for the title. And I'm like, oh, it happened. And what, what's cool about it is, is because it's the universal title. Title he hasn't held. He hasn't held it. So, I mean, why go after something you've already held? Yep. And you want to take on the best of the best. And obviously, 
Roman Reigns beat Drew McIntyre, so... Even though you didn't like it. No. <laughs> at all. I didn't. But it is what it is. He beat him, so... Yep. He's the better man. Yep. So, you know, I, I'm all hats off to Edge. I hope to God he does pick him, because I think it'd be cool. You know, it'd be, it's going to make for a very entertaining WrestleMania, for sure. Definitely. I can't wait to see what happens. Me either. It will be so much fun and exciting things to happen. So be sure to tune in tomorrow, 7 Eastern, 4 Pacific, as we get ready for the Elimination Chamber. The next step on the road to WrestleMania. Oh, yes, and we do have a couple new things coming with the podcast here soon. Yes, sir. So keep keep listening, keep paying attention, because... We got new things popping, baby. Yes, sir. And, of course, tomorrow is a ball night. Bowling. Basketball. And we do actually have a little nugget from the world of Major League Baseball as a huge contract signing has commenced. Ooh. And we love these little nuggets. Yes. These are good little nuggets. So it makes it fun and entertaining. So, and also, if you're not already doing it, uh, the Lakers game started at 8 p.m. Eastern. So, if you're watching it, please make sure you listen to us so that way we can talk about when you can hear us talk about it tomorrow because that game's going on currently as we speak right now, though this will be on in an hour. So, the game probably should be in the third quarter by the time this posts. Yeah, man. So, hopefully they win. Hopefully we have a good game. Everything. Mm -hmm. Everything is everything, man. Yes, sir. And then, of course, football. It's finally over. The Carson Wentz watch is over. Yep. Woo! <laughs> it was uh, interesting, to say the least. Um, some interesting rumors came out of what happened with Carson Wentz's trade, and so we'll be discussing that on Tuesday. And, of course, the road course at Daytona commences tomorrow. Be sure to tune in. And watch your favorite driver not only take some left turns, then we'll be taking some right turns. <laughs> Do what? That's right, because it's a road course at Daytona. <laughs> so it's not only just a left turn, they're going to do some right turns. <laughs> so it's going to be fun to watch uh, that one this weekend as well. I think that does it for us, right? Yes? Yes, yes. I think so. So, and of course, next Saturday we will recap the pay-per-view. Definitely. So that does it for here. Does it for us here at Sports Talk? And as always, keep, keep on, on talking, talking sports. sports.